Hey, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Dermatella Diaries. This week, I wanted to kind of sit down and chat with you. And this is specifically for if you have just skin picked. Now, I think about the many times over the many years that I've skin picked and I've thought about what I'd like to hear afterwards. Sometimes it's hard when you've got that self-critical voice that's like amplified after you've skin picked, right? It's really hard for that nice, positive, happy, nurturing, supportive voice deep down inside to really get a moment. It's hard to be able to hear that voice. And so I'm kind of hoping that with this episode, I can be that voice for you. So if you've just skin picked, or maybe it isn't compulsive skin picking that you're dealing with, maybe it is something such as nail biting or hair pulling or whatever it is. If you're feeling intense emotions now after having an episode, then I hope that you can join me and just listen to this episode and allow the words to really sink in. And hopefully by doing so, that negative self-critical voice will just be able to lower in volume and that lovely, warm, caring voice deep down inside will be able to shine a little more. So maybe right now you're in bed or maybe you're just like lying on your bed or sitting on a sofa or maybe you're out for a walk. Uh, Maybe you're not even inside at all and you've just put on your shoes and you've went out for a walk just to get up and outside, whatever it is. I hope that you can hear these words. I hope that you allow them to stay with you for the rest of the day or rest of the night, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. And I hope that you can refer back to this episode as many times as you like when you need a little reminder. Because it can feel really tough immediately after skin picking. I've had so many times in my life where I've been reduced to tears or, you know, I'm throwing things around. I've had a lot of angry episodes behind the scenes, usually in in the bathroom when I'm all alone and I'm just exhausted and frustrated with myself, frustrated with what I'll see in my reflection because I've spent so many minutes or sometimes hours picking up my skin. And I'm sure you'll probably agree that sometimes it's just specific areas. Sometimes you just go full rain. (laughs) You just go wherever, you know, and before you know it, the time has just flown because you were in this daze, this, this moment where you felt completely present because you were picking your skin and in the moment it felt very satisfying. But also it allowed you and your overthoughts to kind of spiral around the place in the background as well. And sometimes those overthoughts can really push those triggers and continue the episode for a bit longer, especially if you're dealing with 
anxiety or social anxiety, things like that, that they can fester in your mind. And we go to our comfort blanket, which is, in my case, compulsive skin picking as a way to self-soothe. But it can also be a way to bring you back to a sense of calm. So for me, it's not always when I'm feeling anxious or frustrated. Many times I come back from having a great time with friends. Say, you know, we've been to watch, go watch a movie or some food and I had a brilliant time or I went on a date with my other half or if I'm being completely honest, there's times immediately after being intimate. And so it's not just when you're feeling low or afraid or frustrated, upset. It can also be when you're feeling really good and excited and full of energy. Because if you're, if you're struggling with compulsive skin picking or any other bodily focused repetitive behavior, Sometimes these type of behaviors are used in a way to kind of bring us down, back down to a sense of calm, a sense of quiet in terms of the, the, the peaks of our hormones or the chemicals in our brains, you know, the dopamine rush, the serotonin, the oxytocin, um, the adrenaline, the progesterone. Sometimes we need to just kind of get back to that sense of relaxation. And these bodily focused repetitive behaviors are commonly used as a way to do that. And in that moment, it feels good. It feels satisfying. And I spoke to many people um, in, in recent years who have shared similar stories where it feels satisfying and, and, and nice in that moment. You could have, say, five, ten people in a room that all suffer with dermatillomania, but their reasons are different. And some of them may be diagnosed with certain mental conditions and some may not, or some may suspect that they have aspects. And, you know, everybody's journey is different. Everybody's at different levels of their journey as well. And so it's really hard to compare one person to another. But what I do find very often is a lot of people saying that in the moment it's very satisfying and it takes you away from daily stresses or stimulus, you know, mental stimulus or physical stimulus, whatever, and just kind of brings you back into this quiet moment. And also if you don't, if you don't focus some time in your day or week to self-care and having alone time, quiet time, it can very easily become your quiet time too. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I spend my focus time, you know, actively compulsively skin picking um, alone, usually in a locked bathroom or any moment that I know I'm going to be alone you know? So when I have the house to myself, I really have to be mindful that the triggers can 
switch on like a light switch. It can also happen without you knowing it, say sitting at a desk at work around other people and, and just kind of grazing your arms or your neck or your face or the tops of your shoulders, looking for things. But I know for myself, I'm I'm always completely alone when I know exactly, you know, I'm I'm consciously going to skin pick. And so if we don't actively put time in to positively look after ourselves and and enjoy spending positive time with ourselves, it can very easily be the case of those times are attributed to alone time. Before you know it, the triggers are so loud as soon as you're alone because your mind's like, okay, it's, you know what, like, let's go. And before you know it, you've done it, right? But whatever the case, whatever that has pushed you to do it, if you've just skin picked or you've just hair pulled or, or, you know, bit your nails or whatever it is that you're struggling with, it can feel really low. So in the moment you feel satisfied, you feel a bit of a release and you feel yourself just kind of drifting into this soothing calm, feeling very present in the moment, just assessing whether it is your skin or your your scalp or your nails or whatever it is that you're focusing on. But as soon as you're away from that and you notice where you are, you notice the time, you notice what you've done. There's a a quote that I love. It's when you step out of the frame, you see the full picture. And that's essentially what we do after our compulsive behavior. We step out of the frame, that moment, that feeling of satisfaction and relaxation, and we look at what we've done. And all of a sudden, it's these intense emotions of shame, frustration, disappointment, sadness, exhaustion. And if you've been dealing with that year after year or however long, and you're constantly feeling this the same feelings because you're doing the same behavior and you just want to weigh out it, it's really exhausting you feel you know you question if you have the willpower or the strength to to live a happier life it's hard to imagine a life where you're not being controlled by this behavior And over time, it can very easily be contributed to your identity. Or so it feels like, it feels like you are your dermatillomania in this example, or or your dermatillomania is you. And also it's very isolating. It's hard when you feel like there's a part of you that other people don't know. I mean, for many years before I actively started talking about it, I felt like 
the people around me didn't really know me. Like they knew aspects of me, but ultimately I showed them what I wanted them to see, what I was comfortable with. And so that felt very isolating because it made me think, who am I? My loved ones, my family, my friends, they don't see this. They don't see these moments when I'm all alone and I'm upset with myself. They don't see these pledges that I make myself when I know I have an event coming and I want to wear a certain outfit or look a certain way and I'm prepping my skin to look relatively normal. They don't see me apply, you know, endless amounts of skincare products on on areas that I've picked or dressing wounds or even applying body makeup onto these areas just to try and look a bit more normal. They don't see the the effort that goes in and they they definitely don't feel the sense of shame insecurity, all these emotions that take place even when I'm at the event. And it's like putting on a face, putting on a a mask, acting like this isn't there, but it's always in the background, right? And you may be suffering right now with something that I call prize mentality otherwise known as like delayed gratification. And so it could be right now that you've had a big blowout session, right? And you're feeling pretty sucky. You're like pissed off yourself. And it could be that you recently had an occasion and you'd been prepping your skin or whatever it is, prepping your nails or your your scalp or whatever for this occasion and at the occasion you feel great but then when it's done what happens because you you did the thing that you've been preparing yourself for days potentially weeks and now it's happened and so All of a sudden, you haven't got something that is requiring your effort and the reins are off. It's very easy for us to just kind of slip back into it and make up for time lost. And I have spent many times, many, many times doing that. And I always feel really sad after because these lovely occasions always end the same way for me. I always find myself back at square one in the bathroom with the door locked, upset, angry at myself, my skin picked red raw, some areas are bleeding, inflamed. And before I know it, I feel like the memories I've made with loved ones these lovely, warm emotions of joy and excitement and 
they've all been taken away, like they've been stripped from me. And here I am, back in this moment of despair. And it's that pressure in those moments of despair, and you may be feeling them right now, but it's that pressure that we put on ourselves that pushes us back into that cycle. Don't forget with your bodily focused repetitive behavior, if you're using it as a way to relax and self-soothe like a safety blanket, then the more pressure you put on yourself, the more your mind is looking for that thing to make you feel better. And so you may also notice that the urges are high again. The more pressure you, f- you put on yourself, the more you want to go pull some more hair or you want to pick more areas of the body. And I've definitely experienced that where I've, say, for example, one of the areas that I pick a lot is my chest. And I can spend ages doing it knowing that, okay, I think I've picked everywhere and that's that part of my body. But even when I've done that and I feel all these intense negative emotions, that pressure pushes me back to check again. And it's not because I want to, it's because it's a automatic response from doing it so many times. In the past couple of years, I've been challenging myself, challenging myself to see things a bit differently immediately after skin picking. And by doing that, I've realized that I can reduce the skin picking episodes afterwards, but I can also bring myself back to a present state and pull myself away from the episode at the time so that I can leave the area sooner and actively work on allowing positive emotions to take place and take priority over negative emotions immediately after. And don't get me wrong, it is hard. There are times where it's a real struggle to do that, but practice makes perfect. And the more I do it, the more I'm kinder to myself and allow and accept And so I want you to join me with that because if you've just skin picked and you're feeling really low, ashamed, angry, exhausted, I just want you to pause for a moment and take in some deep breaths with me. And I want you to think about the small wins that we can take from this, okay? Right now, think of the little things that you can do. Maybe you've already done them, but what you can do right now to look after yourself. Because what we want to do is start to introduce those self-loving rituals to neutralize how you're feeling right now. And trust me, the more you do this, the more it works, the more it helps you. I promise.
And so what I used to do and what I still do is every time I've skin picked and naturally my mind wants to go to all of those negative emotions, I like to count the positives that I can offset against the negative. So the negative would be skin picking, right? But a positive could be, well, I put on a body moisturizer or I put on a facial moisturizer or I put a a body oil on, something that your skin loves. So my body, my my skin loves um, sweet almond oil. I've used it for years. I swear by it. It's brilliant as an oil cleanser for makeup. And putting that on is a great way to make it trickier to skin pick. Okay. So one of the things I like to do, especially immediately after skin picking, is, and it really depends because if it's like an open wound, things are a bit different. But say, for example, it's just like inflamed skin and it's still advisable to, you know, to, to put moisturizer on that area. It's not going to affect anything. Then I'll put a non-comedogenic moisturizer on and taking time to understand what your skin likes. I think that's important. If you're suffering with dermatillomania, um, you want to try and look after your skin as much as possible. And I'm sure, you know, if, if that's what you're suffering with, you may already be doing that because if you're anything like me, you've learned the tricks of the trade for your own skin to try and look after it. But, <laughs> but it's like to heal the skin so you can do it all over again. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I digress. A moisturizer that hydrates your skin and leaves it feeling really soft. I then put an oil on top of it. So as I said, sweet almond oil for me is my number one. And I'll apply that on top of the moisturizer because that seals in the hydration. And that just, you know, for me, it's like, okay, well, yes, I skin picked, but I hydrated my skin. I I made it feel a bit more soft and I'm going to let those lovely, loving ingredients sink into my skin and give it a little bit of TLC. And some of the things I like to do is light a candle, something that smells really nice, put some ambient lighting on. And ambient lighting is really good too because it's harder to skin pick when you can't really see as well. Um, if you already follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you'll have probably seen. Um, I think I also talk about it in a YouTube video, but if not, check them out because um, I talk about these LED motion sensor lights that I put in the bed in my bathroom and they're really inexpensive and you can buy them from Amazon. I totally recommend them, but, but basically, you know, some kind of dimmed lights that affect your, your capability to hone in on your skin and, and really, you know, really look and, and pick and what have you. So some ambient lighting and some like scented candles that kind of bring you into this lovely sensory experience where you can just lie back and focus on the smell or focus on the lights. Allow them to 
to take your mind away from things and just be present with them. And that's another positive, that's another plus on this chart of of offsetting the negative. And maybe even getting up and getting outside. I love working out. I try to raise my heart rate daily. I say I love working out, but there's many times where I love nothing more but to not work out. <laughs> but I know how much it, it I, I know how much it benefits me in terms of my mental health, the negative voice in my head and the the dermatillomania triggers. So I do it to look after me. And sometimes if I've skin picked, instead of feeling really angry with myself, I just curb that and I'll go and work out. And there's loads of free apps. Um, you can check out Fit On, which is a free app. I use that. It's great. You don't even have to leave the house. Like, you don't even need anything more than like a square meter. You could you could do yoga, you could do Pilates, you could do HIIT training, strength training with weights, cardio, whatever it is. There's so many things, but it raises your testosterone, your adrenaline, it gets you moving, it gets you in the moment, away from those negative feelings. And the great thing about working out is like, I mean, unless you injure yourself, the great thing is, is that you never regret a workout. And so you literally taking a, a negative experience and you've turned it on its head. And all of a sudden you feel so much better. You know, that's another way that you can offset the negative with the positive. Even little things like putting on some comfy socks. I love the fluffy socks. Like it's, I live in England where it's just cold all the time. So these comfy socks are just like the best. I know I'm home when I have my comfy socks on. Um, And maybe it's just doing something like that, you know? Or slippers, putting on some nice comfy slippers makes your feet feel all warm and cuddly. It could be going outside and going for a little walk and some fresh air. But other things, other things that we don't often take notice of because we're so fixated on the negative of what we've done. When we think about, you know, the skin picking and you're like, oh, why do I do this? Why can't I stop doing this? There needs to be a cure and all this pressure that we put on ourselves. We don't think about the small wins that happen that happen from time to time. And that could be stopping yourself midway through a skin picking session. You know, do you ever get those moments when you're skin picking, say, I don't know, you're skin picking, skin picking your legs. And then all of a sudden this voice comes in your head and you're like, do you, do you want to continue doing this? Like you're skin picking, right? Like do you, should we stop or do you want to keep going? Or... And what I found in those moments, instead of telling myself, I've got to stop doing this, I've got to stop, this is the last time, okay, one more picking, that's it, one more picked area. Instead of applying pressure, I actively say, and sometimes I say it out loud, 
it's okay. I can, I, I'm allowing myself to continue doing this. It's okay. You can, you can skim pick if you want to. I'm allowing you to do this. It's totally fine. And when I actively allow myself to skim pick, it's like I watch in my mind's eye the skim picking urge decrease. It reduces right in front of me. All of a sudden, I don't really want to do it anymore because I've removed that shame. I've removed that those pressurizing feelings that keep me locked in with it. And so maybe give that a try next time. But if you found that you've stopped yourself halfway through a skin picking session or, or even five minutes sooner than you would have, like, whatever, that's a win. I would def- definitely put that as a win and you can offset that against the negative. And even little things that are, you know, pushing you out of your comfort zone. And that could be wearing less makeup today, or it could be writing your feelings and thoughts down in a journal. It could be meditating. And meditating can be a bit tough, you know. I think there's a lot of us that have this difficult relationship with meditation because we know how much it'll help us, but at the same time, sometimes we're not ready. Sometimes we don't feel ready to to experience what's really going on in our mind and our, our thoughts. And sometimes it's quite daunting, the unknown of feeling like things could be better and that you could feel better, that you could feel confident and, and happy and lighter. Sometimes that's, that's scary if it's something new to you and you don't know what those feelings feel like. But say you've given yourself five minutes to just deep breathe, to to do a, a small breathing exercise, that is a huge win. It's five minutes more than you would have done if you didn't do it at all, you know? And even just like listening to your body. I don't know about you, but there's a lot of times from skin picking late at night and, and it's not just me wanting to skip pick. It's, it's actually my body telling me, my mind telling me, I'm tired. I want to sleep. And so this is how I, this is how I see it. Okay. And maybe next time, maybe next time, if you think of it like this, it may help you to bring yourself back into the moment where you can decide without pressure with full acceptance and love and support if you'd like to continue and allow yourself so that it helps to reduce those urges. But the way I like to see it, because this way is beneficial because it also takes the dermatillomania away from me and my identity. I see it as a different being to me. But it also helps me to, over time, love my dermatillomania a little more, want to work with it, not against it. And so I said in episode one that I, I feel like dermatillomania, it, it sounds like 
a dinosaur, right? So Dermatillosaurus. <laughs> and with Dermatillosaurus, I envision in, in my mind's eye this cute little animated dinosaur. And it's it's like a pale green. I don't know why. My mind just decided it was pale green. And it's cute. It's sweet. It's it's, it's little, you know. It's trying to get my attention. It's telling me I'm tired or I'm a bit stressed. I'm feeling a little stressed right now. Or I'm feeling, you know, a little bit too excited and it's a bit overwhelming and, you know. And what I want to do is try and listen to Dermatillosaurus when they're trying to explain it to me. They're trying to communicate those feelings to me. Because when you think about it, Dermatillomania or your whatever bodily focus repetitive behavior you're experiencing, it's a bit like another language. It's like a part of you is, is trying to communicate, but they're, they're talking or they're communicating with you in a way that they know how, but you can't quite understand it. And so it's being translated through skin picking or hair pulling or whatever it is. And so when I'm feeling a bit tired, I'm trying to, you know, when I when I start to graze and I start to look for areas to pick and obsess over, I try to think in my mind's eye, you know, what does Dermatillosaurus want? Are you are you sleepy? Or are you hungry? Or do you need to just get outside? Or do you need to move? Are you getting a bit restless? Or is work a bit stressful right now? Do you want, you know, just a little five, 10 minute to walk around the place, drink some water, stay hydrated? What, what do you need? Because when Dermatillosaurus doesn't get what they want, they kind of act up, kick off, you know, and get all ferocious and angry and irritable and loud and not so cute anymore. And before you know it, you've got marks everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, I know that there's quite a lot of rambling things there, but I hope that in this moment, you don't feel so bad anymore. I hope that you're able to start thinking a bit more on what you can do to offset that negative. The skin picking is just a well in in this in this conversation in in this scenario the bodily focus repetitive behavior is a negative but there's so many positives that we can offset it with in this moment to help us feel better and so i hope that you can after this write down whether it's in a notebook or on your phone or whatever. Or you can always share it with me if you'd like. If you want to send me a message, send me a DM over on Instagram at Kim on Skin. I'd love to know what your methods are, your small positive rituals to, to help you feel a bit better immediately after skin picking or whatever it is. Because it's good to refer back to those rituals. It's good to have them in front of you in a place that you can access 
to just help the future you out. You know? And just know that right now, if you're listening to this, that in itself is a big win. Just being here with me right now. And I'm sure, <laughs> because, because I know me, when I'm listening to podcasts, I find myself still skimping and, and grazing my skin and looking. And But that's okay. If you've done that, that is okay. That's all right. You're doing the best you can. And I'm so proud of you for that. And I know that one day you will be proud of you too. Take a moment. Every time this happens, it's okay. It's all right. But just think about what you can do in this very moment to make things a little bit better, to offset with a couple more positives. It could be running yourself a nice warm bath or putting on your favorite movie or TV series episode and just upping that self-care because there's never a better moment than when you really need it, when you really need to look after yourself and nurture yourself. Please take that moment because you deserve it so much. You deserve it so much. I hope that I can help you over time to love yourself and care for yourself and accept all these good things in your life and see that you deserve them, each and every one of them. I'm rooting for you. I really am. Tomorrow is a new day. And I'm so proud of you for being here right now. Everything is okay. I'm proud of you. I know in episode one, I said that I wanted to discuss um, quotes, poems that I feel, you know, are helpful in the conversation. And so there's a quote that I wanted to share. I really like it. It's from Samuel Beckett. And I remember hearing it. Um, it was on TV, actually. It was it was someone like a celebrity on TV and they had just broken up with their husband and it was, um, yeah, it, it was all quite big and they were explaining that. And But they said this quote and um, it really resonated with me. I just thought, wow, that's that's so impactful. And so I wanted to share it. Let me know what you think. Send me a DM if it, if it means something to you. But here it is. So listen to these words. Ever tried, ever failed, no matter. Try again. Fail again. Fail better. Mm-hmm.